Greetings, friends. Future Andrew here, dropping into these past episodes to tell you thanks. Thanks for checking out RTAF. If you're valuing the show as a wellspring of inspiration and artistic fuel and would like to help keep the show going, you can find out more about how to do that at patreon.com slash podcast. Every little bit adds up and keeps me inspired to bring you quality content on a consistent basis. Thanks for listening, and stay creative. Welcome to another episode of Artsy AF. Thanks for being here. What do they say, like, uh, good artists borrow and great artists steal? Yeah, I mean... Don't they say that? That's like all the dopest art these days is just ripped from, <laughs> from the masters and then reorganized and yeah stylized yeah there's this uh there's this one artist on instagram shouts to nfn callion um nfn stands for no first name mm. and he remixes and kind of mashes up a bunch of different masterful paintings from from various um, ages of of painting like he'll he take nails the technique too yeah like it looks like it came straight from the renaissance period right yeah and it's so brilliant it's amazing yeah and it's total stealing but it's so unique and original simultaneously right it's the way he like arranges it all that makes it completely unique and and not all of his paintings are like that either no um but yeah, it shouts to that, you know, to that whole thing. Yeah, shouts. <laughs> also shouts to the fact I was supposed to meet up with him in Miami. Um sorry, Callion. I missed you. Uh it was a it was a busy week to say the least. So that's a great segue. Um well, sure, yeah. welcome to this episode. It's just Andrew and I solo yeah. hanging out, checking Sitting in. on my couch. Yeah. Yeah, we've both been ootin' a boot doing things. Uh, Andrew, you just got back from Art Basel in yeah. Miami. Yeah. How was that? Whew, it was awesome. Yeah. Talk Wha- us through it. A lot of things going down. Um, I kind of just threw myself into the fray there, uh, not knowing where my wall was going to be, how big it was going to be. Um, I stayed in a warehouse with, at times, close to, to like, 15 to 20 other people. So what was, did you guys just have like sleeping bags out on the floor? I mean, everybody had an air mattress or a cot. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, uh, the REI, uh, King sleeper. Wow. Yeah. You know, very fancy. Cool. Shouts to Southwest for, for allowing the, uh, two checked bags. Shouts. 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 But yeah, uh, artists, if you need to bring merch and stuff with you, on a flight get that southwest they're the best you know they really are i just flew southwest back home too and uh we had that snowstorm coming up Mm. and uh we were scheduled to leave the day of the snowstorm but southwest lets you change your flight no charge so we flew a day early damn yeah i did not know i didn't even know that very friendly airline (laughs) yeah and uh this is not an ad for them by the way 
this podcast brought to you by Southwest <laughs> Airlines. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should pitch that to them and get like, <laughs> you know, some ridiculous sponsorship. Yeah. So 10 grand uh, an episode. 10 grand episode. Yeah. We've got enough listeners for that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, Wait, so what's your advice? They let you bring. Oh yeah. So since they let you check two bags and a carry on item and a personal item, um, you can just fill one bag with just straight up merch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I took a tube with a bunch of rolled canvases. Um, and then I put two sets of stretcher bars in my check bag along with a full portfolio of prints, um, tapestries, stickers. Um, and I could have brought more stuff, honestly. Did you bring underwear? I brought underwear. I put that in my, um, I put that kind of in the air mattress bag along with like the, the comforter, the topper, the sheet and a pillow and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I guess every time you go on a travel, uh, we should just check in and see how you packed. Yeah, let's. <laughs> we could uh, we could even do a video in the future. Or something. Oh yeah, cool. Like, Wait, that would actually be a good tutorial, like how to travel with art supplies and yeah. merch. Yeah, and yeah, you can travel with um, tubes of acrylic and oil paint. You just have to check them. Yeah, you can't yeah. travel with aerosol, unfortunately. Um, which is a good segue to talk about everything that happened in Miami. Um, what a fucking week. Uh, yeah, so I got there late Monday night, the second, and, you know, didn't sleep that night. Woke up the next morning. And uh, the thing about traveling to a city versus traveling to a festival, um, there's a lot of obvious things there, but... I had to kind of go around and find things that I needed um, without a car. Sounds fun. It wasn't. (laughs) But um, with that experience, I now know next year that I'm going to rent a car. Yeah. That's the way. Mm -hmm. Do that if you're you're going to Art Basel. Flying. Preemptively, proactively plan your travels to make it easier on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this time around, I could have rented a car, um, but I think that I was thinking that, oh, it it'll all work out, like, mm-hmm. and it did all work out. Yeah. And I finished two go. murals while I was there in like seven or eight days. Um, but it it was a lot of uh, patience testing mm-hmm. and being frustrated and having to take lifts and having to ask the amazing group of people that I was with for, uh, just about everything. I was the Wook of the week. Yeah. I was, I had my own parking space like reserved for Wook of the week, you know? (laughs) Um, but you know, have a, have an amazing crew down there that helped me out a lot. So shouts to all you guys. Uh, I'm not going to just call everybody out by name cause there's like a lot of people. Um, but Mm. basically like Florida crew, yeah thank you well yeah (laughs) for all your help and that's cool too you know like being in a tough spot Mm -hmm. um it's difficult emotionally and yeah logistically but Mm -hmm. people show up and help you out yeah and uh it's it's a cool way of like just remembering 
how nice community is. Yeah. And they're yeah. there to support you. It's good to be a nice most. person because then people really want to be nice back to you. Yeah. You know, um, it's good to help out because then people want to help you out. Hell yeah. I feel like there's some sort of karmic thing going on there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, there must be because I was like every couple hours I was like, hey, is anybody going to like Home Depot? <laughs> Maybe not every couple hours, but like there was definitely a day where I was like, okay, I just ran out of this color of spray paint mm-hmm. and people were making runs and stuff didn't for, you, for their own thing. Didn't, didn't you only use two colors? No, I used like seven or eight different shades of gray. Uh, okay. yeah. And black. Yeah. Um, I don't know how spray paint works. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't mix spray paint by the uh, way. Yeah. Pro okay. tip to anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> wow. Always learning something new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't mix them. I mean, you can fade one color into the next, uh, but yeah, no mixing there. Mm. But the thing about Art Basel is that it's, I mean, in my mind, it's like the biggest art, overall art festival in the world because you have Wynwood Walls and then just everybody in this neighborhood of Wynwood, there's hundreds of murals going up that week. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you have art gallery style showcases where like, like scope art show on the beach had probably a a hundred or like maybe like 75, uh, separate galleries. Each gallery had like a booth. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you'd walk up and down these four hallways and it's just like a smorgasbord. Right on. And you, it's, it's too much really. Was there anything that really stood out to you? Oh, yeah. Like, Think Space crushed it. Miris had a great thing going on. Um, they had some... They had the big further collab from the Eclipse Festival there. Oh, yeah. Which I think is the first time it's been displayed. Yeah, they said it was just rolled up Yeah, until that event. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, and Think, Think Space, I believe it was Think Space, had... a bunch of small like 12 by 12 paintings i mean they probably had like 30 or 40 of them nice and just like amazing artists there um was it uh humbling to see so much oh so humbling man like you know you think you're pretty good i i mean i know we both probably think that um but then you see like yeah. Just how the how the big dogs do it, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny, like levels to art. Yeah, right? there's levels for sure. Like, it's so crazy to be able to make a living being an artist, mm-hmm. and like, you know, both of our stuff is like it's cool. Yeah, but then <laughs> you go to some high caliber event, and you're like, I am nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Dulk One is a is an artist I've been following for a couple of years. He does brightly colored whimsical animal paintings, I guess is a good way to describe it. Mm. I, he sold everything there. Ooh, there were some awesome. artists there that were like, they sold all the things that they had up. Yeah. Um, I think that's so cool. Whenever, yeah, I, see, oh, yeah. when, whenever I see something like that, it's Just like, fuck yeah. You're so psyched for them. Like, yeah. dude, you're killing it. And then also like, I'm willing to admit I'll get jealous of like, mm-hmm. how, 
Like, how do I get there? Yeah. How do like, you, it's, it's not really jealousy. It's just kind of like a question mark. Like everyone just says, just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the best advice I, as far as I can tell, because like if all these big names are like, yeah, just like hone your craft. Yeah. Get better. Then, I mean, you would think you'd want to be listening to them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the secret. So we're always choosing optimism, right? And continuing to Mm -hmm. create. But then do you ever have that voice of like seeing killer artists and being like, man, am I ever going to, am I ever going to, yeah, there's the fear, you know, like there's two sides of the coin and it's which one do you focus on? But there's like the, the fear side, like, oh my gosh, what if I never fill in the blank, Mm -hmm. you know? And one of my things, I guess, was what if I never get to Art Basel and paint a mural there? There you go. And so that's why I threw myself into the fray this year, kind of, uh, kind of just to see what would happen. And mm-hmm. that's, I don't recommend that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think many people have a mind like I do, where I'm just like, yeah, everything will be cool. Yeah. And I don't. And, and like, I mean, that's how I start a lot of my paintings too. And I know we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. Um, but I'm really seeing the value in, in making more of a plan for, for things, for everything. Yeah. Create. And it doesn't have to be set in stone. Yeah. Just a loose structure to be chaotic within. And I had a loose structure, but it was still very just like, Go here, go there. Oh, well, this vending opportunity is opening up. Actually, no, we got this whole like vending opportunity like kind of pulled out from under us. Mm -hmm. And so we had to improvise. And uh, so I like painted at a Killsmith show down there, which was super fun. Um, And, you know, sold some artsy AF t-shirts. Yeah. By the way, shouts to us. Yeah, should we announce that? Should we tell people about that? Yeah, so, so we, we'll release this in a couple of weeks too. Yeah, we made uh, how many shirts? Like we made twenty. So we made twenty shirts. Yeah, and I've sold. I think I sold five, maybe six. So cool. Far. Yeah, and then I think a lot of the remaining we're gonna hand out to some, some friends. Guests. Yeah, to some of their guests, and you'll see them around. And uh, sometime soon, we'll be offering RCAF T-shirts. Yeah, for you. Look for them like probably right after um, the new year. Yeah, right at the beginning of the new year. Um, yeah, we're we're trying to support the podcast a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have any big name sponsors. We have Anchor. Shouts Anchor. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Just full disclosure, I mean, we might as well say this. We can edit it out if we want to, but yeah. they're giving us $15 per thousand listens. Yeah, so. So it's nothing huge, but it's like a, a little trickle, a little tickle yeah. coming in. It doesn't take a ton of money to make the podcast. Um, it's just a lot of time. Yeah, it's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of time. And, you yeah. know, we're, I think everybody feels strapped for time. And yeah. It's an enjoyable thing to do, but yeah. it's cool if you can make a little money while you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. To pay the bills and uh, keep the thing going, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, And yeah, we're looking to expand. And we want to give you all a nice... I mean, it's just an announcement. It's kind of like you're telling the world like, yo, I'm RTAF. Yeah. Or that you support the podcast, you know? Yeah, having a t-shirt that says RTAF, you don't even have to listen to the podcast. It's It's just a a cool shirt. Yeah. 
I'm artsy as fuck, motherfucker. It, yeah. It's a conversation starter too. Yeah. Totally. Um, so anyway, yeah. that's our little plug there. Keep uh, an eye out. Spontaneous little plug for our t-shirts. Um, but yeah, Basil was great, man. I, I met a lot of cool people. I have a clearer vision of what to do. I'm ready to set up a wall in my backyard. Yeah. So do you think like, um, I, I think you're a little more drawn to the chaos than I am. Mm-hmm. And do you think you bit off a little more chaos than you were ready to chew? Um, no, <laughs> I think it was more like, uh, I could have handled it better in the moment. Mm-hmm. There's, there was one day, the day that, um, I'll talk about the, the best and the worst day that I had there. Um, Friday, I was, ho- you know, I wanted to have my mural finished by then. And the mural was probably 25 feet across and maybe 15 to 20 feet tall. So it was big. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or big for me, I guess, having That's this being painting. my third outdoor mural Hell yeah. ever. Um, so Friday was the day that we were supposed to be down at this event to set up and, um, woke up early again, like no sleep instead of like laying back down and being like, I'm actually going to get some sleep. I was like, let's go make a little money. You know, Mm -hmm. I got up stretched, had a positive attitude for a couple hours. And then it, it faded as the wear and tear on my body and mind started to kind of take hold. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we sit, uh, the group of us kind of sat in the sun for several hours uh, waiting to be placed at this event and then eventually for them to be like, oh, psych, nah. <laughs> and at this point I was, you know, just dead tired, away from my mural, didn't want to take a lift back there. It would have taken, just the logistics of the whole thing were were tough to navigate. Less than ideal. Yeah, and it was, um, it was kind of, I mean, everything's my fault, you know, and I could, but then I can also take credit for everything too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how I live my life. So it, I'm not blaming anyone else or anything like that. So don't get it twisted anybody, but I could have made better decisions. Like at that moment, that morning, I should have been like, yeah, I'm going to sleep some mm-hmm. because, um, the mural was about, 85% done at that point, 85% finished. And really I should have concentrated on finishing that, mm-hmm. you know, um, instead I was concerned, you know, I, I wasn't in the flow. I wasn't listening to the signals I was getting from my body and the external world as well. And I was just like, well, I need to make money. And it's like, yes, that's yeah. always a good thing to to keep in mind and and do, but yeah, I think it's all it's all about navigating um, somewhat chaotic situations. You know? Yeah, trying to find balance in there, mm-hmm. and like, so yeah, it was, you know, parts of it were like a difficult experience. Yeah, but it's also how you have to go through those to learn. Yeah, just That's, like comedians always talk about how, you know, if you haven't bombed. Yeah, you're not 10,000 times. Yeah. You're not a comedian. Exactly. And I think also for artists, it's like you got to go through these waves of like 
being lost and yeah being not, frustrated not being, yeah being frustrated and having shit go sideways and right just learning from it because it's all it's all how you acquire wisdom so mm-hmm. you can be more effective as you get older and it's like you know you had your formative days of starting on your art journey yeah and now it's like these are the formative years of being a professional artist. Exactly. And like, hopefully you learn the right lessons and pay attention. So then, you know, when you're in like your forties, you can just fucking, you just, know what the fuck is up. Yeah. Just you can kill it. surf, you know, <laughs> yeah. just coast on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I, I feel like one of those, um, RPG video game characters <laughs> whose like experience level just went up. Yeah. Totally. And like, I'm a lot more stronger and, and, clear-eyed about everything also it was very eye-opening to see what people can do with spray paint mm-hmm. oh gosh um ron english is a. Uh, I don't even know if he used um all spray paint but he had this insane mural in the windwood walls um saturno woes Jose Mertz shouts God just like beasts <laughs> beasts for real like it's 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 humbling for sure Masters. because like I'm pretty you know I'm pretty decent with a brush I've been doing this for eight years with a brush but I'm very inexperienced with spray yeah you know and uh, my my whole um shtick with spray paint is this it's more of strength of concept over technical skill with a can mm. um although i started to you to freehand and just use uh, a straight edge instead of using all tape for mm-hmm. this one yeah. and it felt really good You're increasing your skills a little bit yeah and, mm-hmm. I, and and it's good to let go and just not be afraid of fucking up you know see what see what you can do with what you have in front of you yeah exactly Mm -hmm. exactly and that's that's what the whole week was you just summed it up it's like what can you do with what you got you know there's um now i'm i'm i think in music lyrics a lot there's that james brown song i'm not sure which one it is but he's like you got what is it it's like i I, such a simple line i'm not gonna fuck it up (laughs) You got to use what you got to get just what you want. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there we go. It's like creativity in a nutshell. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes you'll have like a cardboard box and you're like, I'm going to rip half this up and that's going to be a straight edge. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of the the best example I can think of (laughs) off the top of my head. But yeah. And in that process, I mean, it's also, um, and it can be easy to overlook is being grateful Oh for, yeah. For what you have. Sure. Sure. I do it all the time too, you know? Yeah. And it's like whatever little amount of materials you might have or life circumstance that's in front of you, but you integrate it with it as fully as you can. And you appreciate those tools that allow you to get the job done. Cause it totally. ex- expands your own ability to create and integrate right. with reality. Right. You know? Right. I think a lot of it is about just keeping that frequency of, I don't want to say optimism, but just like holding that line of like everything is going to be all right. Mm -hmm. And to, yeah, be grateful for just this opportunity to even 
to even be able to fly down to Miami kind of last minute and figure out how to navigate this crazy week, you know, and not, not getting, not reacting yeah. when things aren't going quote unquote right, you mm-hmm. know, not, not overreacting or, or overreaching, but just, you know, humbly doing your thing. Exactly. Cause if you overreact, it's like how, I don't know, arrogant to yeah. overreact to any situation. Like, you know how it should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What an you asshole. don't know enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody knows why we're here or why we're doing any of this. Like to overreact to anything. It's like, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Wait, yeah. you know how, you know how reality is supposed to play out. Right. Yeah. Instead of just, uh, taking every moment as it comes as like this remarkable, unique experience and yeah. contain with it within it is every lesson you could ever wish to learn. If you can just get the fuck over yourself. Right. Yeah. And be present. Totally. <laughs> uh, and so, um, kind of trying to tie that into my experience. Like what I learned was, um, so I was given a wall. Um, I didn't have to go out and search for one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like in Wynwood. It was, a bit outside of Wynwood, but it was across from this high school at this, um, indoor soccer stadium. Nice. Um, so it was a great spot for my first time, you know, a lot of, a lot of foot traffic from the high schoolers. You mm-hmm. see that every day. That's cool. Um, You're like, Hey kids, you, one day you too can be, <laughs> yeah. One day you can make DMT portals, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I actually hashtagged the high school in my Instagram post. <laughs> um, shouts. Shouts to Northwestern High School, <laughs> Little Haiti, Miami. What up? None of you all are listening to this, I guarantee it. Maybe one day, though. Um, but yeah, what I learned is that if you're open to opportunity and you're, you, you know, you get over yourself, like getting over yourself, mm-hmm. you can kind of cruise around Woodwood and this is how I learned that it works. Um, you cruise around Wynwood and you have your little, you have a little portfolio on your phone of murals that you've done. And you kind of just walk up to business owners and you're just like, man, eh? you want this? Yeah. And it's, you know, you do it for free, mm. but exposure. I, yeah. Well, okay. Here's the thing too, that I learned is that doing a mural for exposure might be the only appropriate time to do anything for quote unquote exposure as an artist, because it's like a billboard sized thing with your art and your Insta handle or your signature on there. Totally. Yeah. And you build yourself a little mural portfolio and eventually people will start paying you, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, you can even, even, you know, even with the three I have, I feel like they're pretty strong, strong enough to, to ask a business for money. Even yeah. if it's a little bit. Yeah. That is a thing. Like we joke a lot about like doing things for exposure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, when you're early on in a particular type of creativity, mm-hmm. like sometimes you aren't to the level yet where people are going to throw money at you. Right. And it, you you need to like cut your teeth and be like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. And then eventually you get to the point where, you know, you don't do things for exposure right. anymore, right. but it's not, it's not something, um, yeah, it's like a 
running joke. Yeah, among it's a artists. dirty word. Yeah, in a way. But sometimes it's appropriate in the right time mm-hmm. and place. Mm-hmm. And I but and I think that putting your art on a basically it's basically on a billboard. It's not high up like that, but if there's enough like foot traffic around, you mm-hmm. know, you should go for it. You might get some high school kids that follow you on Instagram. Exactly, man. And then by the time you're in your 40s and they're like what 20 something yeah late late 20s they'll have money to buy art and yeah you never know what seeds you're sowing yeah exactly that's the whole thing too there's that other kind of meta social aspect of it Mm -hmm. it's like you don't know how that's gonna affect the space yeah you know just blast it out there everywhere you can yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah um our basil was amazing humbling challenging uh victorious crushing all the things <laughs> all the things it was a trip yeah it was a trip it you was know, a journey adventure people describe psychedelic trips with every emotion and feeling but when you actually take a physical trip as well everything's contained yeah all the lessons the are in thing. every trip you yeah, take yeah yeah whatever that is yeah um yeah i got a shout out my boy um old time long time old buddy uh dan parker for hooking me up with a spot to stay on that friday night when i was just like running on no sleep i got to stay shouts shouts dan got to stay in a house that night so that was very nice cool so and then i finished my mural the next day and then i was like in the flow yeah from then on out like just cool locked in everything was great it was like your come up you know yeah i was like i am done hell yeah (laughs) and so that felt good and so i just kept doing things that felt good after that basically that's cool yeah triumph triumph yeah yeah it's it's funny like you were out having this challenging adventure Mm -hmm. outside and the past couple weeks yeah i've been having challenging one at home (laughs) like (laughs) Yeah, tell tell us about it if you if you want to open up about that. I know that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I went home for Thanksgiving. It was great. You know, a week of seeing family, mm-hmm. nieces and nephews that I haven't seen for a long time. Nice. It was a blast. You know, felt good, heartwarming, and nice. Yeah. Are you like the cool uncle? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. totally. Yeah. Sh- shouts to Lila and Iverson. <laughs> shouts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At the Thanksgiving table. The littlest one i think he's two they asked what he was thankful for and he said johnny so oh hell yeah yeah Yeah, that's what's up yeah but anyway yeah had a great trip and then um came back home and i actually i just quit my job i've had a job until i got home (laughs) which by the way (laughs) i was you would think john and i are, are close enough for me to know this but i was under the impression that john did not have a job Pretty much the whole time we've known each other. <laughs> yeah. Just because he crushes so hard on the art that I was, I just assumed like, you know, how do you have time for all that? Yeah, it was a lot. I was working from home, which was nice at least, so no commute. But yeah, having a full-time job, full-time art, I was just like overloaded and overwhelmed and mm-hmm. had like a kind of like a minor panic attack with mm. doing art the podcast my job it was so much i was like really really stressed out and totally feeling crazy so i quit my job and you didn't quit the podcast no i didn't quit the podcast (laughs) i'm 
taking a leap of faith into creativity in all of its forms that manifest in my life. Hell yeah, dude. Thank um, you. High five. Yeah. Hell yeah. And thanks to all you guys too. That's, you know, support artists. Uh, Yeah. I quite literally couldn't do it without you. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, I got home after Thanksgiving trip and then I came home and, uh, sat down to make art and like, I couldn't feel it. Like no matter, I kept making art as much as I could. Yeah. And I couldn't like stimulate that feeling that, that good flowy feeling. It was like totally elusive. Yeah. But you know, I kept making art cause that's what the fuck you gotta do. You just push through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, slowly it kind of like, I was in a bad mood and then it slowly like went into a depression, you know? Yeah. And it was like, that space is so strange. Like just sitting there and feeling like, uh, I don't have any like good ideas or mm-hmm. any like real decent paintings mm-hmm. in the mix right now. Yeah. Like, uh, crushing minis, doing a lot, a lot of mini paintings, but what are cool, you know, those are cool, yeah. but no, for the first time in a long time, like no idea for a, a actual piece to do. I, yeah. I, I like to have ideas when I work on pieces and so it it was just this weird feeling of like the art's not flowing i don't have a piece i'm excited about and also you know i'm in this new phase of like not having a job to fall back on (laughs) i just spiraled out on like uh you know is this was that my wave and now i'm going to become irrelevant Uh and you know the fire has lost me and yeah it's It's a weird it's a weird space Mm mm-hmm and then, but what what I found with depression is it's a chance to chill out and look at the way you've been doing things and kind of yeah. retool your life, you know. Uh, since I moved out here, I've been out in Colorado for like a little over two years and, yeah. you know, shit like took off once I came out here. And I think I, I like picked up a drinking habit, you know. Yeah. Did was, you not drink in Pennsylvania really? Not really. No. Yeah you know, maybe on the weekends I might have a few beers and that's right, it. Yeah. But I was to the point where I was living here and I would have at least a beer every night and then mm. definitely get drunk on the weekends. Mm, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was just, I was in a new phase of my life and this weird thing crept in. It was like a constant celebration maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm, uh, I've done it. Yeah. I was doing like, it. I was like living, but I also felt like I was on vacation or something. You know, it's <laughs> like, yeah. I made it to the so-called, in my mind, what was the big leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's that's what it always looked like to me. And then I was here and it was just yeah. like, yeah, let's <laughs> have fun. Let's party. Champagne popping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I think like in the midst of this kind of depression that I'm coming out of, I was just seeing that like, you know, I really have to honor my body mm-hmm. deeply. Yeah. It, it's the thing that allows me to do anything. Yeah. So... It's the um, same thing when when I didn't go back to sleep. I was like, mm, oh, get up, push through. Yeah. It's like, no. You got to honor the honor the vehicle and find yeah. that balance. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like I, it's popular to see depression as like a disease or a mental disorder or something mm-hmm. like that. But I think if you actually just, if you don't see it as a problem and you listen to it, there's so much wisdom in mm. that space. Yeah. That you can't hear when you're just moving and grooving and having fun. And, uh, so you're saying just to kind of align what I'm thinking maybe with your, what you're saying is that, um, if you're 
like maybe you are feeling a bit of a depression, but if you're so caught up in your day to day and, and doing things like drinking, for instance, it kind of puts this, um, filter over it all. Yeah. It's like a work. comfort blanket or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're moving and grooving and you're like, man, I really shouldn't be drinking this much. Like I never drank this much. Why am I doing this? But yeah. you're being productive and you're doing shit. So you're just like, yeah, I, I need to cut it out. Mm-hmm. But then you just keep doing it. And then the dam breaks, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And you feel really, you know, my heart hurt really, really bad <laughs> for days. And then I'm like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm not going to drink at all. Yeah. For weeks. Nice. Like, stop. How long has it been? Uh, Since think, you've been back? Uh, I've been back for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had one night where I had a few, uh, a few ciders. Yeah. Nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, besides that, I haven't at all. Nice. And then just going to the grocery store, it's like, no, I'm not going to buy bread. That's comforting. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy vegetables. Yeah. And so then I've just been like eating cleaner and yeah. now I'm, I feel comfort in eating cleaner Nice. and I feel better and I wake up, I don't wake up dehydrated right? and overly tired. And so I think it's, yeah, using depression to do things like now when I wake up every day, I meditate first thing. Nice. And then chuck on some shorts, and go for a run there and, you go. and then make coffee. Cause oh, nice. yeah, co- yeah. you know, coffee is like a comforting thing in the morning. It but, is. Yeah. But yeah. first I want like, it, it's all about, um, creating new habits mm-hmm. and I want to f- find comfort in things that bring me into the present moment and are healthy and creative and engaging. Yeah. That like thrust you into a sense of presence. Exactly. Because, uh, yeah, I, I easily get pulled into anxiety about the future and longing for aspects of the past. Yeah. That's like a, a, that's, that's a real common one. I feel like. Yeah. And so now I'm on this whole new tip of like, how can I create new emotional states, new feel, just something new. Right. And, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like super fun and explosive. Like I think that will come, but I think sometimes a depression is like, you need to maybe get some things in place and sow seeds so you can have uh, times in your life that are more fun than you've ever had, but also holistic and healthy and enriching. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, there's like the alchemical process, you know, where Mm -hmm. you melt down whatever it is. Um, At some point you have to dissolve. Yeah to to transmute into a different state mm-hmm. you know create gold had, out of what, yeah whatever you got laying around yeah like you have to dissolve the prima materia or whatever mm-hmm. um and without that dissolving you're never going to to um transform into a a different state yeah even like and in this case probably like a more balanced mm-hmm. solid state yeah. you know Totally. Also, I think that what you're talking about is, is good with meditating and running and doing things in the morning because that way you get a hit of dopamine the right way because you've accomplished some mm-hmm. things. 
and you can, you have something to feel good about right off the bat. Like even if it's yeah. just something simple, like if you're trying to change your habits or, or you're trying to change your mental state, you can do something simple like making your bed first thing. Mm-hmm. And there you're like, bam, there's one thing today that I did. Yeah. Just one thing at a time. Yeah. However you can integrate with your life. Yeah. It's like, you know, listen, like what bugs you every time you see right. your bed, a mess. Right. Does that bug you? Yes. Like start just making your bed every day. You're going to feel a yeah. little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting the way there, there is a way to kind of pull yourself up out of, um, negative mental states or mm-hmm. mental states that don't really serve. Well, I guess they all have their purpose, but mental states that aren't fun. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I've also found, um, shouts to Tam Burke. Uh, she recommended doing guided meditations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of apps and then I'll find some on YouTube. Nice. And especially when you are in a low state, it's, she was like, dude, let somebody do the work for you. Mm-hmm. You can just sit back and listen and change yeah. your brain waves. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. And I don't know. I, a lot of times I always feel like, you know, I got to do this. I know what to do. I got to yeah, do yeah. it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then exactly. I think, uh, becoming more vulnerable, I'm able to take suggestions from people and it's like, there's no shame in like, right. Do guided meditation. Um, somebody can coach you to a better state of being or to realize an aspect of yourself that you maybe forgot about. Absolutely. Absolutely. I did this awesome one on, um, it was like a success meditation. Nice but it wasn't in like monetary success. It was like, they like guided you. It was like a hypnosis thing and they guide you through your subconscious. Mm -hmm. And at the end you get to this door that inside of it is all of your success. (laughs) And it was amazing. You know, like by the time you get to the door and you open it, you see like, Oh, I'm hanging out with friends and going on adventures and paintings. And it's like all these present moments of just, it reminds you of like what you enjoy Mm-hmm. and sometimes I can like forget or lose sight of what I enjoy and like right. get kind of like tunnel vision on some weird things. Totally. And uh, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. if anybody listening to this goes through depression, mm-hmm. uh, be creative with your depression. Yeah. There's, there's still room for that. Even in that yeah. state. I think a lot of the times, um, you learn the greatest lessons of how to integrate with reality in that state. It's a gift. I think it is. Uh, and it's all about your perspective and what you bring to it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's like painful and, uh, it seems like it might last forever, but Mm. it never does. Everything's temporary. And to weather those storms, you emerge out of it more wise and, I think ultimately you become way more excited about those great things in your life uh, because you've seen the other side and hung out there for a little bit. Exactly. So fucking keep it together. Make art. Uh, Listen to that voice deep in your head that wants to make a change Mm -hmm. and do that. Yeah. Just do it. (laughs) Just do it, man. (laughs) But yeah, that's, uh, that's what I've been going through. It's funny, like doing this podcast, you know, like, coming out of that state mm-hmm. sometimes it takes a while to like emerge and feel normal again. Yeah. And I'm still feeling like off and, uh, 
I you look fantastic though. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. So nothing's changed. There. <laughs> yeah. What I love, <laughs> what I love is that like we have this creative project, the podcast. Yeah. So instead of just like wallowing at home and like trying to make paintings and being like, fuck, I yeah. suck. This yeah. is terrible. This is like a cool way to stay accountable and to show up and like, you know, bring, talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it's good to talk about things like this. Like mm-hmm. if you don't, they just build and build and, and yeah, I think it's a, it's a great way to help people too. I think it's helpful totally. to hear someone be so honest and vulnerable. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and like, like with you about the depression and me about my, just like being really honest about my experience, it's, it, it serves as somewhat of a guide maybe for other people listening. Yeah. We hope that it does. That's the, that's the intention. That's the, you know, that's the hope there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cause we both, we're both going through these experiences, right? right. That are shaping us and, ultimately it's a, a triumph but they're like these difficult experiences yeah. and like yeah not just being like yeah i went to art basil so cool yeah sick. yeah check like, out my mural to share like yeah it was sick and also like man this shit was like kind of brutal at points yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it's not and to kind of like break past the veil of of instagram or whatever and be like yeah you may see me posting every day like mm-hmm. new prints new paintings all these things, but what did it take to make those things? Yeah. And what, what, you know, again, to kind of like shatter the illusion of like, just because on the internet, someone is making a lot of things and sharing a lot of things Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that their life is perfect. and doesn't mean that there are no hiccups or, trials or tribulations you know yeah yeah i'm starting to realize like you never (laughs) i don't think you ever get outside of the rhythms of reality no there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows yeah and but there is a constant through thread of light yeah through it all yeah and that like maybe instead of trying to skate escape those things it's just finding peace with each moment as it comes yeah yeah keeping a a level head Cause we were talking about overreacting, you know, yeah. like, you know, like overreacting, overreacting to a physical circumstance of like, I need this and I'm waiting for this. And then also it's like, if you're depressed, don't overreact to your depression Yeah. either. Yeah, exactly. Instead you can watch it and feel it. And, you know, just, I, I think there is a big lesson in like not being very reactive to things, to yeah. acknowledging them fully. Yeah but like holding it down. Yeah, exactly. There's this space inside you that can always hold it down. Yeah. And like just watch and learn and observe and grow. Mm-hmm. That's some true wisdom, man. <laughs> yeah. Part art podcast, part wisdom teaching. Yeah. <laughs> we are your gurus. <laughs> We're no gurus. Don't follow gurus, follow plants. I think, yeah. Well, I was, I was going to say, I thought I was just being clever. Like, well, everybody's a guru, but you know, um, what motherfucker said that? (laughs) Some, some wise man, some wise ass guru motherfucker. I forget who said it. Uh, 
It said when when you know how to listen, everybody is the guru. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we are your gurus, but you're ours too, and everybody is the guru. Yeah, it's all just an expression of. It's all guru stew. Yeah, it's guru. <laughs> Got the guru stew, man. Yeah, we should make a T-shirt that says guru stew. <laughs> yeah, and just have like uh, <laughs> our heads floating in stew yeah. <laughs> with a little ladle, like pushing him around yeah. i don't know don't what know. do you guys think yeah call in we should do a call-in show oh yeah. you know what we can do is we can do um uh some questions because i think we got a couple more oh yeah let's Let do it go grab my phone real quick all right cool you want to pause it yeah and we're back we're back thanks for taking that zero second break with us yes this segment is called Fan, fan questions. questions. That was fan questions. Fan questions, ladies and gentlemen. You too can write in to artsyafpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send them our way. And every now and then we will answer some questions. So I think we have three. Cool. At least we might have more. Um, but yeah, let's let's start out with Amber Barbella. Shouts to Amber. What up, Amber? How you doing? Good? Okay, good. Anyway, Amber writes, Hey guys, I'm about to graduate in December with an undergrad in environmental studies, but afterwards I really want to focus on my art. I've been looking around a bit for different opportunities for lessons and workshops in Colorado. Do you have any resources or references for how to approach this? Thanks a ton, all capitalized. Yeah. Well, yeah, Amber. Um, you know, do you live in Colorado? That's a question to ask. Yeah. There's always the logistics of traveling if you don't. Um, well, she asked in Colorado, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming she lives here. Yeah. Or she's looking for stuff here. She's just trying to come out here. Yeah. So you're not going to want to sleep in a tent. Um, that's, let me just say that first I mean, and foremost. Maybe you do. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. How, you know, like do you, would you sleep in a warehouse with a bunch of people on air mattresses in Miami? Yeah. What you willing to do? Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> I know. Anyway, do you know? So, I got a suggestion. Yeah, I think you can so, answer this better than me. Uh, one suggestion is, uh, she mentioned like workshops and stuff. Um, who are your favorite artists? Hit them up personally yeah. and say, hey, would you be willing to do a one-on-one -on -one lesson? There's uh, that. That's a good approach. I think that's a really good way to have an intimate setting with another artist so you can really ask all your questions and be present with them. And I think more artists than you would think are willing to do one-on-one -on -one lessons, probably for a reasonable price. Uh, I'm always down to do that. Hit me up. Yeah. Hit me up. Or you might not like my art, but... Hit us both up. Whoever his art you like and you want to learn from, just ask him if you can hang out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely down for that. John's down for that. I think a lot of artists are uh, down for that because it's a good way for us to... It feels good to share knowledge and share what we know. Mm -hmm. Albeit, you know, it's only what we know. Yeah. From one locus in perspective. But... Mm -hmm. We like doing that, and um, it actually helps us learn too. In yeah. my experience, when I teach someone anything, I'm like, "Oh, I just 
actually learned a small little new thing about that. Totally. Yeah. Um, also, um, <clears throat> if you see an art show out here, mm-hmm. uh, Thereda is becoming quite the hub. Yeah. Thereda uh, was doing like a series of workshops for a while. So, mm-hmm. um, you can keep I, an eye out for those. Yeah. And also just if there is an art show or something, you can go there. If you see artists who you dig, mm-hmm. uh, introduce yourself, tell them you, you want to learn. And I'm sure, you know, maybe somebody will be like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But I think you'll be surprised that other people will be really psyched Yeah, that you're there and you want to learn and, you know, introduce yourself to artists that you like, yeah. meet them, talk to them, ask them if they can help you out, ask them if they have tips. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could always, you could always just hit people up. Yeah. If you have a fear or anxiety about uh, talking to people, it's a good way to transcend that. Yeah. Because you can let your desire to learn override your mm-hmm. anxiety or your fear. Yeah. I used to have that like crazy. I was sure. so scared to meet anybody I was a fan of. And then after a while, you know, it's like anything you practice doing it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have an infinite amount of people you can talk to and get advice from. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, uh, I guess you said you're graduating, but just start making art every day. That's what yeah, I tell just everybody. do that. Like seriously, just start making art. Yeah. You'll be surprised how much you can learn, how much you can just learn by yourself. Like there's an infinite amount to learn by yourself. And also I think if you throw yourself into the fire like that, you'll have a lot more pertinent questions that pop up Yeah, because you have experience and you're like, well, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? Cause I've, I've come up to like this kind of impasse or stumbling point and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you can you can get you'll more have, specific with yeah, your questions because exactly. you have experience. Yeah, you'll you'll know where your weaknesses are, maybe. Yeah, and you can kind of help someone, or, or sorry, get someone to help you with those. Mm-hmm. We hope that answers your question, Amber. Uh, yeah. Thanks for writing in, and good luck. It is December now. You wrote this in October. We are behind. <laughs> Whoops. On questions, but you know we usually wait a while because. Uh, it takes, it kind of takes people a while to write in. Yeah. And, you know, we've put the call out there. We're putting it out there again, uh, with this one. So every so often, maybe every eight to 10 episodes, we'll, we'll just one-on-one sit down and have chats like these. Yeah. So if you submit a question, be patient. We will. Yeah. Get we'll to get it. to it. Um, so this will be released in two weeks. So hopefully by that time you'll have finished your semester and it'll be perfect timing. Yeah. Best of luck to you. Get after it. Hope to hear from you again. All right. So next question comes from Rick York. Shouts to Rick. Rick York. First off, thanks for the podcast. You're welcome. (laughs) My questions are, when was your parentheses, both of you first collaboration? Oh, John, (laughs) my first collab, I think it was with Michael Garfield. He, I I think he, like, I never met him in person at Mm -hmm. this point, but he hit me up on Instagram and he's like, Hey, if I send you like a half finished painting, will you finish it? Nice. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Cause I had known of him forever. I loved his art. So Mm -hmm. 
yeah, we did like a little uh, pass back and forth through the mail. That was my first collab. It taught me a lot. It was really cool to uh, have all of his lines down on the canvas and then learn how to like honor what he created, but then put my own little uh, touch on it. Touch on there. Yeah. yeah. When was that? When? Yeah. It was back when I lived in Philly. So I don't know, like 2016, I believe. Okay. Something like nice. that. Nice. Yeah. Rad. Yeah. Shouts to Michael Garfield. Episode number six or seven. Yeah. You figure it out. His yeah. name's Michael Garfield, so it shouldn't be that hard to figure out. <laughs> um, but yeah, Michael goes off in that episode. Um, so my first um, collaboration. Wow. Okay. I mean, painting um, or yeah, let's let's just take it all the way back, man. Um, I got to shout out Jordan Lambert. We've had a bunch of shouts this episode, but shout out Jordan Lambert. Shouts. Lives in Durango. Good dude. Shouts to Durango. Shouts to Durango. (laughs) He did this very cool, like, um, cubic think, uh, cubic think, cubic um, illustration with ink. This was in, like, 2011. So this is way back. And then I, I colored it with watercolor paint. Dude. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and yeah, that was my first collab. But um, my first collab painting, this will probably be more in context, maybe with people that you're familiar with, Rick, uh, was with Molly Gardner and Stephen Cruz. Deep. Yeah. We, we collabed at Serenity Fest in 2014. Uh, Someone bought the painting. There's an owl in it. It's very saturated with color. Yeah. And uh, it's the one and only time us three have collabed together. Okay, I should do it again. Yeah, maybe we should. So if you guys want to start a petition for me and Molly and Steven to start another collab, we may uh, listen. Shouts. 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 Sh- shouts to Steven. We just did a podcast with him yep. a couple episodes back. We're going to do that with, out. We're going to do one with Molly. Yeah. Molly's coming up soon. So, um, so yeah, there's that, there's that. Okay. So, uh, there are other parts of this question Were you asked or did you ask, were you asked by the person or I was asked? Yeah. You answered that. Yeah. Um, I think we all just kind of collectively decided yeah. that we would, um, was it enjoyable or difficult? Um, I would say it was enjoyable. Yeah. I'd say it was enjoyable and difficult. I started it. I started working on the collab and then I put it in a corner and didn't touch it for months until Michael was like, Hey man, what's up with that collab? And then I was like, Oh shit. Oh right. yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I got back to it cause I was scared, I guess. Sure. It was like, I, I know I was a fan of his and I wanted to like make something cool that he would dig. So yeah, I took my time procrastinated because mm-hmm. I was uh, fearful sure. and it ended up being very successful. So nice. yeah, stick with it. Stick with it. Okay. So Rick, Rick is asking like four questions here and that's fine because it's good. It's, it's material. Yeah. Um, I would also like to ask, how do you decide on a name for your art? Question mark. I found it difficult, especially since I do mostly abstract art. 
I like the viewer to see what they see instead of guiding them. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Like, I'm not really sure about the question. Like, is he talking about how, how do, you, do we decide on titles of paintings or? Yeah. How do you title a piece? I think. Or art names like our, like my Instagram handle. Oh, my name is my name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our names some, are some our people's names. artist names are different than their real name. Yeah. Or their, you know, given name. But you'd have to ask them. Our names are our names. Yeah. I just put arts on the end of it. <laughs> I didn't. And use my, my middle name instead of my last name. What's my last name? You may never know. Thompson. Damn it. <laughs> All right. So how do you title a piece? Uh, how do I title a piece? Well, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I go from, you know, on one end trying to think of the most pretentious titles mm -hmm. to on the other just trying to nail what's going on yeah. in the painting. Uh, if you're doing abstract stuff, I mean, title it whatever the fuck you want, really. Mm -hmm. You could title it Snowplow. Yeah, anything. And it's like, uh, I think ask, asking how you title a piece is like, what's your inspiration? Yeah, it's one of those. Because the title always comes from a different place. Um, yeah. And sometimes like, I don't know, recently I created a painting... And the title was Everyone's Enlightened. They just don't know it yet. Mm -hmm. And I, I did it in a way like it's this. I was just talking with Blair and mm -hmm. she's like, oh, you should name your new painting that. Because I just said said that. And I think it's like an invitation. So it's like it's like an invitation for you to be like, well, what does he mean by that? Yeah. Cause it, what do you mean there? You know, it's something I could extrapolate on for days. Sure. But it's like, here's a little nugget of like, I think I've had an insight into the nature of reality. Mm. And I'm going to like make this fun little nugget, the title of the piece and then do with it what you may. So I got a question about that title. Mm -hmm. um, so everyone's enlightened. They just don't know it yet. So does that mean that everyone doesn't know that they're enlightened? Well, Even the people that are enlightened? Well, I think it's like <laughs> our minds are so busy telling us that we're less than or not whole or mm -hmm. you or know that we have to worry about something yeah or that we need to achieve enlightenment whereas it's already ever present and you just gotta you, you're an enlightened being experience like i'm enlightened and i'm experiencing the life of john but <laughs> you know and you're enlightened but you're experiencing the personality of andrew and yeah. whoever's listening you're experiencing the personality of whatever people call you and uh -huh. your life circumstance but you're already you're there you're watching it. You're playing the game, mm -hmm. but you're awake. Yeah. It's like we just constantly convince ourselves that we have to achieve something to uh, maybe get to an enlightened state. Like it's this like place to get to. Whereas like if you get out of your own way, it's always been there and mm. it can't go anywhere. Something like that. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> nice. All right. Next question. <laughs> Let's see. Sorry, my email just closed on me. I was really intently listening. Dead air. All right. Dak Creations. D-A-K Creations. Sub Dak. What Shouts. up, Dak? Titled, Hello, Quick Question, and he proceeds to write a paragraph. <laughs> so not very quick, are we, Dak? That's okay. Come on, Dak. I like your clickbaity um, subject line. 
Just kidding. Quick question. I have been putting out inquiries, trying to find someone to do a digital painting collab with me. I've done multiple acrylic collabs and one digital collab, but it was in person. With digital art, it's so easy to share your work by using the internet to anyone in the world to work on, and they can just as easily send it back. And this, sorry, fact makes me very interested in collaborating with artists without having to travel to be right next to each other and seeing what comes to life. That's great. You know, power of the internet. Yeah. You know, like, tech. That's, yeah. Obviously, that's a that's a good that's a plus. All right, my question is: If you guys know anyone that paints digitally and would be interested in a collab, send them my direction. And if they <laughs> like the work they see, drop me a DM. So basically, we just did that uh, by reading your email. So yeah. very clever. Yeah, very clever, Dak. And I'd say like, uh, no. Yeah, you find the, yeah, yeah, find exactly. the people you want to work with. Yeah, you just um, <laughs> sorry, you just outsource that a bit. But so yeah, yeah, find those people you want to work with, and if they're not willing to yet, hone your skills. Exactly, get it grooving. Yeah, do it. It's up to you, brother. You got it. Yeah, we believe in you. Sorry, um, sorry if that was like no, a harsh response. No, but. that was a, I think a perfect response. But see, he he. He just did that. Yeah. We basically just asked if anybody <laughs> yeah. wanted to collab with Dak. Um, so what up? And then he says, love the podcast. Bonus question. Ooh. When you first live painted at a festival, was there anything you wish you would have brought? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was. Um, <laughs> probably like a... Uh, actually, I probably wish I would have brought um a stay wet palette mm. i wish i would have known that about that thing from day one yeah um this is a tip free tip for anyone who's gotten this far in the podcast the stay wet palette is basically a small um rectangular box that you put a thin sponge on the bottom and then you put palette paper over that and then when you're done painting, you put the top over the box and it preserves your acrylic And paint. it stays wet. It stays wet. <laughs> stays wet. So... Yeah, get one of those. I just ordered one. I have yeah. one coming in the mail. Hell yeah. See? This is like some inside baseball yeah. shit. I heard you talking about it the other day. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. You yeah. They're the best. Um, so stay wet brothers and sisters out there. Stay wet (laughs) y'all, I guess. So you wish you would have brought a stay wet palette. Yeah. I think, and maybe I wish I would have, um, trying to think of the first festival I ever painted at. I don't know. Just things to keep me comfortable. You know, I, I tend to want to bring everything. Yeah. I would bring my whole house if I could. Dude, that was going to be my answer. Really? Was yeah, I tend to be over prepared for stuff, but it's yeah. like, yeah, I wish I could have brought my house with like yeah. my bedroom and a hot shower. Yeah. But you can't, so deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Um I tend to think of every angle of like how anything could go wrong and then pack Yeah. I mean you got a whole car if you're driving toilet paper. Yeah. Tea. You know, you you would think that porta potties would have toilet paper mm-hmm. whenever you need to shit, but that's not the reality. Yeah. Bring ample snacks. Lots of snacks. Lots of water. Bring that water for sure. Um, bring galoshes. 
Yeah. Because if it rains, like, you're about to ruin your shoes. Yeah. Can't have that. No. It's just unacceptable. So, yeah. what I mean, like, what, just, like, whatever space you have, just fill it up with shit that you might need. And yeah. then if you forgot something, you'll probably find a really nice person that will help you out. So yeah. You yeah. can't really fail. Just be a nice person. You'll yeah. Be all right. Don't be too much of a wook. Don't be like me in Miami. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, just bring as much as you can. If you're flying, um, try and get everything you need. Bring a cooler, you know. Cooler, that's a that's a big one. It's a good one. Uh, air mattress. Socks. Socks. Goddamn. Paint brushes. Just canvas. socks, though. No, they're close. No. Yeah. Socks can double, um, uh, like to to cover up your private parts too. Yeah. You can use them for underwear. Yeah. That's all you really need. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so we, uh, I think that's the last question we got. Cool. Cause all the other ones we have answered. Thanks for listening to another, uh, fan questions. In f- fan questions. Yeah. We're still figuring out the segments of our show here. So, Thanks for being patient with us. Um, what else you got? You got anything else you want to talk about? Hmm. So, yeah, it's not that big of a thing, but I've been, um, I think I've uh, always put a lot of pressure on myself to mm-hmm. be productive. Yeah. And lately I've been um, being more willing to say yes to fun activities. So, like, this week I'm going to go to a climbing gym tomorrow. Oh, wow. I've always wanted to climb. Never have. Cause I'm always like, Oh, I got to work on this painting. Yeah, yeah. I got to do this. Yeah. And, uh, I think I've been scared of failing for a long time. So yeah. I work really hard, mm-hmm. but now I'm realizing that like, um, if you don't enjoy your time as well, like it, it's a valuable part. So yeah. I don't know. I think it, it's kind of an interesting thing to talk about is saying yes. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, trying out new stuff. Exactly. Like, um, I recently did a rocket yoga class, which is like, what's this, that? It's a pretty intense form of yoga with like a lot of inversions, like handstands and stuff. And mm. I'd been saying for months, like, yeah, I'll try it. And I was try like, just yoga in general or that form of yoga. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I just kept not doing it. And finally yeah. I like went ahead and did it. And I was like, definitely the weak link in the class but nobody cares right yeah and i felt like i felt so uncomfortable but i think that was awesome because i think you know art is i've become proficient as an artist Mm -hmm. whereas i still have so much room to grow yeah but i think it's cool to take on new activities or tasks that you have no experience in right so you can be a beginner again and feel very vulnerable and out of control so absolutely yeah i would suggest builds character yeah i would suggest trying new stuff i mean i don't know if that's like it's kind of cliche advice but it's something that i'm practicing right now and totally. it seems to be pretty fulfilling yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah i don't know if i have anything to add to that other than i would agree with it <laughs> but it, everybody's got to strike their own balance you know like yeah if you're feeling that definitely do it but if you're like, you know, sometimes you, you get on a roll and get some momentum with your artwork, and mm-hmm. just rolling with it. 
Yeah. Um, but you know, every now and then you gotta, you gotta loosen up a little bit and do different things. Yeah, totally. Cause even if you are rolling with it, I know, um, eventually one day you're going to not be rolling with it. Right. Yeah. And then you're not going to have, then you're going to be, uh, like a shell of yourself, like just there with maybe without anything to do. So it's cool to like, even as you are maybe rolling with it and grooving to still allow space for trying new things Mm -hmm. because those things can be something that you can integrate with maybe whenever you aren't rolling so hard and then you have, you have (laughs) options of different ways to (laughs) integrate with reality. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to roll too hard. (laughs) That's, That's my advice. Yeah. You know, you can always take more, never take less. Um, yeah. So let's see, I guess coming up, um, I'm going out of town Friday. Today's Wednesday. Um, this will kind of be out of context. So, um, we're going to do a podcast tomorrow with Phil, which this will come out after that. This will come out after that. (laughs) Um, and so, I think maybe we could even try and, I don't know. We could even maybe fit one more in before I leave. That way we won't have a a gap week because I'll be gone for like two weeks. Yeah. Now we're just planning out the podcast. Yeah, we'll figure this out off the air. Or we could do it on. Yeah. You know, it'd be cool to... uh Okay, here's, here's something. Maybe we could get uh, you guys who listen to the show a lot and often send us uh, suggestions. We'll read them on the air, on yeah. the air. We'll read them on the recording. And, uh, if we like any of them, we'll implement them. Yeah, that's cool. What do you think? Should we, should we go live? Should we take callers like Howard Stern or something? Mm-hmm. Should we have Howard Stern on the podcast? Um, he's been asking to do it. Yeah. Who do you, yeah, he has. I mean, he's, basically been begging um who do you want to see on the podcast rcaf podcast at gmail.com tell us tell us tell us yeah because uh we want to make just good content for everybody and we want this to be a community oriented thing yeah totally that'd be awesome and um we commend you for making it this far yeah yeah for sure (laughs) and also i i would like to just take a second to um say thank you for everybody that's uh, showed up to buy paintings and prints and stuff this yeah, holiday season. Um, it's been overwhelmingly awesome. And thank you so much. It's such a weird thing to do. Like, I don't know how to say it, right? you know, but from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for the support. It means everything. Yeah, we we really appreciate it. It's pretty crazy to think that people will send you money over the internet and then <laughs> you know for for making marks on a canvas basically yeah so yeah thank you guys for all your support and for getting me to our basil that was amazing yeah hell yeah i definitely wouldn't have been able to do it without you um thank you so much yeah you guys and, are great yeah and anytime you receive an order from andrew or i you get a free rtaf sticker that's right as well <laughs> wow. as wow like, an art sticker too Right? Yeah. You still uh-huh. that? Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, so I'm trying to be more on top of that. Um, there probably there may have been a couple prints that I sent out that didn't have an art sticker in the back, or maybe um, I didn't have RTF stickers for a while. But we're trying to, you know, I'm trying to be more on point with that, with the uh, that aspect of the art career. Hell yeah! So yeah, um, tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe. Um, it helps us. It helps us out. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Yeah. Tell your mom. Tell your mom, for sure. Tell your grocer. Tell your banker. Just tell everybody. Tell your teller. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) Well, I guess that'll wrap it up. Yeah. Thanks. Ready to wrap up? So much for listening. Yeah. Thank uh, you guys so much for listening. We love y'all, and um, we wish you nothing but success out there. Hell yeah. Go and get it. Get it. Go and get it. All right, we love you. Peace out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of RCAF Podcast. For additional images and notes on this episode, you can check out our website, rcafpodcast.com. And you can find me, Andrew Norris, at andrew.norris.arts on Instagram and andrewnorrisarts.com is my website. I also have links on my website to episodes as well as all my best paintings. And you can find me, John Speaker. My website is johnspeaker.com. On Instagram, I'm at johnspeaker. And on Facebook, johnspeakerart. And we want to give a special thanks to Blair Speaker, John's lovely wife and creative director of the podcast, She also updates the website and does all the podcast notes. So thank you, Blair. And we'd also like to thank Tyler Billman. He created the music for this podcast. You can find Tyler on SoundCloud and Instagram. His name is Get Billsman. That's G-E-T-B-I-L-L-S-M-A-N. Thanks again for listening. Peace. Thank you. (laughs) 